You're listening to Paco Radio. Brought to you by Senol on FNR, Football Nation Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Paco Radio here on FNR Football Nation Radio, brought to you by Senol. My name is Nick DeBarno. It's good to be back. We've had a few weeks off, but today it's a mega edition. We've brought in four committee members today. Athena's uh, come through with the goods, brought everyone in after a few weeks off. We had a few of the the senior guys in, but now obviously looking for more of a community focus. So Anna Martucci, welcome back to the show. This is second time through. We've got some three first timers as well. We've got Kylie Razzi. Uh, Laura Lapino and Helen Cage as well. So welcome, welcome for the first time on Tobacco Radio. Well, guys, I guess uh, first of all, I mean, you know, tell us a little bit about your involvements with the club. I mean, we'll start off with yourself, Kylie, and we'll sort of make our way back around. <laughs> so for those obviously listening at home, tell us a little bit about your involvement with Pasco Vale. Uh, well, my son plays with the under-18s. We've been there three years now. Um, I'm just a general committee member, so just whatever needs to be done, basically do bit of uh, canteen work, um, organising stuff. Yep. Your general duties. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. And yourself, Laura? Yeah, so I'm part of the committee as well. Um, my son plays in under nines, which I also team manage. Um, yeah, and again, like Kylie said, just help out in the canteen, fundraising, um, functions at the club, pretty much that's it. Yep, and yourself, Helen? It's my first year there. Yep. I'm a committee member as well, and I've got four children that play there. So whatever needs to be done, we, we get done. Yep, no, for sure. Nana as well, obviously part of the committee as well, from last time as well. So I guess for those listening for a first time as well, you know, tell us a little bit again. General committee member, um, have a son in the under eights, which I also team manage. So... Um, as well as being a general committee member for the whole club, um, also involved with the Mini Roos. Perfect. Well, I guess, uh, Kyle, I'll start with you as well With in terms of first year at Pasco Vale. Um, tell us a little bit about, I guess, your experiences since you've come across. I mean, you know, everyone speaks about being such a family club and everything. Is that it something is, you've noticed as well? It is a very, very welcoming club. Um, we've, I mean, my son's been playing since he was six years old and um, I've been involved with all the clubs, but... Um, Paco is just so welcoming. Um, they're interested in not only um, their soccer but their lives outside of soccer. Um, very encouraging. Always, always there to help if um, the kids need anything. Even the parents, if if they need help with something, um, they're always there to say, you know, do you need a hand with something, or we can pick up the kids, or um, if they if they need they can't get to a game, there's always somebody to help. So it's, it is. Yeah, love it, love the club. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just feels like there's always this overwhelming positivity with mm. Paco. I mean, not just saying that this is a Paco show, but everyone we speak to always says so much about it being a family club and everything. Is that something you feel as well, Laura? Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's like one big mm. family. It's like a second home. You just yeah. yeah. You, you, if there's nothing on, you still want to be there. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You just want to go in and. You know, have a coffee, sit down with Jimmy and have a chat or, yeah. you know, walk around the grounds and have a look at stuff, even though I've got no idea what I'm looking at. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it, like I said, it's a, it's a second home. Yeah, and, and I guess, you know, for, for all of you guys, I mean, in terms of coming in and having that feeling of, you know, everyone all being on the same page, everyone feeling so welcoming and everything, how much does that help not only for you guys but as well for, for the kids as well coming in because obviously there's that feeling of, you know, playing with friends and everything. How much does that help, I guess? So 
it's it's my first year at the club. Yeah. My son's first year as well. And he's taken it all in his stride. He absolutely loves it. From watching other Minaroos playing to helping out with the senior boys and the 21 boys and it's just he's there at trainings, at game days and it's it's really great. It's really good. Yeah, and, and Helen, for yourself, I mean, you see you got four playing at Pasco Valgas. Tell us a little bit about that. So they spread throughout all the different age groups. So I'm a single mum with four kids and without the coaches and the parents helping out when I can't be at, I can't be four places at once, obviously, it's just, it's also my first year at the club and I'm, I'm amazed at the support that you get from everyone there. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I've got two girls that play and two boys and the, the parents, the team managers, the coaches, they've all been amazing. Mm. Helping when, like, if I can't get them to a game, they would step in and take them. It's been great. That's sensational. I mean, that's that that's sort of the stuff you want to hear from the community clubs as well. Everyone being sort of on the same page, everyone helping out, and everything. Is that something? I guess as a committee as well, with with all four that you guys sort of speak about, you know, bringing that sort of stuff together, and you know, everyone sort of chipping in and helping out when they can. It's not so much of a discussion. I think it's just the natural club culture. Mm. That's the way our club is built. Um, there's no discussion needed. It's just in our nature to do so. Yeah. Yeah. The whole club. And I guess in terms of, you know, sort of taking a bit of a look into community meetings and everything like that, I mean, for those that don't know from the outside, I guess, how does that, that all work? You know, do you guys regularly meet and sort of have chats about, you know, things that, you know, the club can sort of improve on and things that, you know, bring to the table? How does that all work? Well, yeah, communication is key. We do have uh, regular catch-ups um, as well as, you know, online communication um, through our little groups, um, emails, phone calls, WhatsApp groups, and we just coordinate. Even if it's just an idea, we could have random ideas at any time and we'll take it to the group and we'll meet. No, no, for sure. And the, the question I want to ask, because I was there last Friday and saw, you know, how big of an exciting moment it was and especially for the young kids I mean everyone they're getting that opportunity to be there you know with the senior team what was a very big occasion I guess how much did they get the, the I guess you know for your kids that were there you know you get such a kick out of being around on that Friday because you know just waiting for the game to start seeing you know all the anticipation everyone getting all excited chanting for Pasco Val how exciting was that to see from your point of view very I mean with with uh the majority of the mini reason I'm speaking my my child and Helen's and Laura's, uh, Kylie's son is a lot older, but um, we're there regularly on a Friday night. So for us, it's that's our Friday nights now. We're mm. creating memories. I mean, I, I grew up with two older brothers who played soccer, so I have memories of tagging along to soccer matches with them. And now my child's having those Friday night creating memories. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it was an amazing effect, obviously not not the ideal result, but I mean, just in terms of that, I mean, getting involved with the senior teams, whether it's the men's and the women's, um, how much do the kids get sort of that that kick out of it? I mean, we, we spoke about it last time about, you know, trying to bring them involved, you know, getting them down to training or to game days. That excitement of being around it, what, what you've seen with your kids, how much of a kick do they get out of that when, say, they, they come off of the training field or they're coming there and they're like, oh, my God, my favourite player is coming down from the seniors. Do, do you guys notice that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. My yeah. son loves they it. They call them by name, don't they? Yeah. yeah. You go and you, you can hear them and they, they seem to um, – pick a player that they they just love and then and you hear them screaming out just so all of them have got their own little favorite players and mostly it's whatever position they the little kids play they yeah 
follow the the seniors and and kind of gravitate towards yeah. a little bit as well. But the seniors love it too. Like they come a lot to um, the the games, yeah. for the the, the training, training sessions, sessions, the games. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah. great environment for them. Yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, like they're role models, and you know that these kids obviously look up to them as well, which is a, a really, I guess, cool sight. Like you know. Being on this show and speaking to some people that said, you know, about, you know, that excitement and then seeing it firsthand on Friday was was quite a, a surreal experience because, let's be real, not not every club does do stuff like that. So I guess it is a testament, you know, to, to something that Pasco Val does really well. Yeah. <clears throat> and it keeps them motivated as well because, yeah. you know, they'll be like, that's going to be me in the future. So it sets them a goal and keeps them motivated. Yeah, absolutely. As well, having that positive role model. Yeah, and I guess, you know, from a committee point of view, how have you guys seen this year? I mean, this has been the first year that I guess everyone's been back playing a full year, you know, no interruptions, kids getting back out there, hanging out with their friends on a weekly basis or more than weekly, you know, maybe two, three times a week. How, I guess, have you guys looked back upon this year considering now we are coming towards the end of this season? We're, um, I think we're still moving, still concentrating on this year. So yeah. Um, we've got presentation nights that we need to sure. organise and, and um, different activities that we're still, we've still got like the um, NPL still playing and the, I think it's five games, they've got six games. With the, the senior sides? No, no. With oh, the yeah, the juniors, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, we're, we're still sort of concentrating on that but um, it's been a fantastic year it really. Yeah. The club culture where we are at now, present, and it's only above and beyond from here. It's yeah. It's been consistent all season, uh, positive, and the culture's growing in a positive way. Yeah. And I guess, you know, for, for you guys seeing, you know, your kids getting back out there and playing this year, obviously it, it there's, there's no sugarcoating that the last two years have been really tough, I guess, for everyone, but especially for young kids, missing that opportunity of being with their friends every week and not having that same sort of – everyone feels it, especially the young the youngsters. How have you guys noticed, I guess, with their moods and being able to get back out there playing every week? Have, have you guys noticed a bit of a change, a bit of a shift now that there is that excitement every week that, hey, we're playing and, you know, get that opportunity to hang out with friends again? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like, this is my second year, so last year with COVID <clears throat> being disrupted, you know, it was that – wasn't that consistency and it's like oh do I have soccer oh, but I didn't last week but this year it's do I have soccer yeah yes mm. you know it's yeah. that motivation because yeah. it's the consistency there's, there's there isn't that COVID disruption it's it's a sense of normality yeah yeah, so ab- absolutely. And I mean, it, it certainly is good for them as well, because even if, you know, they've got those aspirations to, to play on everything, it's good for their development as well. I guess, have you guys sort of noticed a, a similar pattern too? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. It's, you know, on a Sunday morning when you have to get up at 9 o'clock and <laughs> <laughs> take, yeah. take your kid to their soccer game. Um, yeah, my son loves it. Look, he drinks, eats, sleeps soccer. Yeah. At, at the moment, that's all he does. So he's, he's wrapped to be out there and to be playing and, you know, when people come to watch and he gets all excited and, but, yeah, that's just kids enjoying their sports and being able to play. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess as well, the big thing is as well, you know, was we, again, we spoke about last time about the whole thing about, you know, social events as well for, for the young the young kids as well, you know, especially when you've got 
first year at the club and sort of getting to know everyone in the team as well, whether it be with you guys with other parents or the kids getting to know their teammates. How important, I guess, are those social uh, uh, the social side of it for them to to get to know other players and feel comfortable coming into a new club? Because it can be a little bit daunting when you make that move. I guess have you guys found that to be a little bit seamless as well? Yeah, I, th- I think um, because the canteen is open a lot and there's always people around, I think um, all the players seem to know one another, um, which is good. And not only from Pascaval, but they know other kids from um, school or yeah. whatever, however they know them. Um, they all meet up and have a laugh and have a talk about the game that they just played or the game that they're playing next week or in and the ladder and who got goals and you know it, it's really good to see them interacting and and just having a good laugh and also just following on in on the the seamless comment that yeah. you made um being in that social environment actually builds confidence absolutely so that makes it seamless in itself yeah and do you notice that i guess you know what happens is i guess you know when you see enjoyment and confidence coming through that that Sorry, but once once they're building that confidence, there's more enjoyment and more excitement coming through to play as well. Because yeah, that that yeah. certainly helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the more confident they are, the the the, the more they're going to learn. The yeah. more skills they're going to yeah. develop. And when they're the, playing against others, like they they're more confident to get out there and show their skill. Yeah, yeah. To they're perform the better. Zone. Correct. Yeah. yeah, and and I guess as well, it's talking about you can talk about them as football players as sort of in a very small bracket, but I guess talking about them, you know, growing as, you know, learning life skills and everything like that, because one thing, I guess, you know, for, for young kids, when they go and play at a sporting club, you learn so much about, you know, other people, leadership and all those sort of important values. Is that something as well that Pasco Val likes to try and bring forward, you know, sort of, you know, entrenching those sort of values in from a younger age or all the way through to maybe for those higher junior years? Yeah, um, respect is a, is a big thing, you know, you really... Um, the kids all say, go and make sure they say hello to everybody, shake their hands and um, just show respect for the, the older generation, like Jimmy and um, whoever, whoever's there at that time. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's it, teaching them from, from young to respect people. I mean, yeah. yeah. Even on game days, the opposition, the opposing team, you mm. know, there's the handshake or the, the fist pump. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, it is obviously one thing, you know, when you're young, I mean, we've all been there, you know, you when you lose a game, sometimes you can get a bit emotional and it is a bit hard to sometimes, you know, I guess, get used to the fact that you can't always win. And I guess having that sight, respect being such an important thing, I guess, you know, it just takes them, that, that, that's something you that goes all the way through for the rest of their lives um, in terms of, you know, it's just great to see, I guess, from a young age, that's sort of being instilled at, at the club. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess, you know, when you, obviously in, in this year, what are some of the things, I guess, that, Pasco Val's done that some of the things I guess that you guys have implemented or things that you know I think have really worked are there certain things that you guys have done that I guess you can look back on and go that's something that you think was a bit of a hit this year like how do you guys sort of look at that um I I think the the seniors and the older boys coming to the training sessions of the the mini ruse um that really gives the the kids that that extra boost to want to impress and yep. um, yeah. and they really listen too. Um, the 18s and 21s a couple of weeks ago went to the mini roos and took some sessions and it was funny to see the kids um, reacting to the different things. And, and, you know, the 18s and 21s, 
um, interacting with them, watching them. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, and especially when their favourite player goes to their team and they're all like, oh, wow, we've got... To watch us, and yeah. you know they they all try their their hardest yeah. to show them their skill and mm. their development. Yeah, yeah. it's it. They love it. Yeah, they and really do. Yeah. yeah, team dinners are another. Um, mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that really encourages um, parents to come and um, socialise as well and get to know everybody, and it just brings a community together. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess as well, the, the best part about it is, you know, they go back to school and tell their other friends who aren't at Pasco Valley, you know, come on down next yeah, year. Have yeah, you guys seen yeah. situations like that where they're saying, oh, you know, you, yeah. you should come down next year or come down one day for training? Like, is that, that, that must be a bit of a kick for them too. Yeah. I've actually had parents approach me because obviously on training days, I'm, I'm wearing the gear and they'll come up to me and, you know, how do I, we exchange numbers, details emails yeah my son's been featured in the school newsletter oh wow yeah yeah so pe he tells me he's he's been running a few sessions (laughs) (laughs) and yep getting a real kick out of that as well yeah Yeah. that's 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 actually really cool you guys notice something similar as well you know you see that sort of the the parent interaction when you know you see that young kids like that the kids are going to their friends and saying hey you know come on down to pasco val and maybe just give it a try yeah Uh, definitely no no, we've I. My son's school is across the road from a footy ground. So yeah, a lot of the kids from our school play footy. Yeah, so it, it's yeah, it's more of a footy type of school than a than a soccer. Yeah, um, but he does play soccer during lunch and yeah. Yeah, like, like Anna it's said, it, it takes takes on like a training session with the kids <laughs> and, you know. Don't don't kick with the outside of your foot. You've got to go from the inside. You've got to use the arch of your foot. Yeah, yeah it's it's actually funny to see. But. And I'm guessing there's never been even a thought about potentially switching to play footy, even though no. you might have a lot of his friends that do as well. No, no, he came from footy last year. Yeah, and yeah, no, he's sticking with soccer. He he just, I, I actually need to thank the the senior players mm. and the 21 boys because they've taken him under his wing under their wing and. Just yeah, yeah he's, he's like the mascot. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he's um, you know, along with Patrick and and Yusuf, they they all get together <laughs> and run around after the seniors and high fiving them. Yeah, and shaking their hands and oh, talking. Most of them I don't know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, like you know, for is this so that this is his first year playing soccer. At all. So, I mean, it's a real testament, I mean, to the club that, you know, in the first year he's that ingrained and, you know, he's running these sessions even at school yeah. and, you know, teaching, you know, his fellow classmates and everything and his friends about, you know, what to do and what not to do when he's playing. Must yeah. be pretty incredible, yeah. It is. He he walks around the, the schoolyard and he tells his friend, oh, you know, Terence this and Felipe that and, <laughs> and they all look at him and go, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Look, I gotta I gotta take my hat off to those boys. They've yeah. done an amazing job with all the minerals. You know, they see them at the club, they shake their hand, how you going, buddy? You know, even with the girls teams, they've it's just a really good club to be at. Yeah, and I guess did you 
when, when you guys came, did you guys expect that this could happen at any level? I mean, like, as I mean, it is quite surreal. As we mentioned, not every club has that connection. And it, yeah. it is a shame that not every club does similar things to this. But did you ever think it could manifest into something this big like that, that you'd see, you know, senior players coming down and becoming this big of a role model for, for, for the kids? No. No, I haven't. I haven't no. really. Um, like the other club that we, we were at um, had no interaction with... Um, Seniors at all? Yeah. Known the coach, who the coach was. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that's another thing with with our coaches, all coach, all the coaches, um, you know, they know the kids by name, like the little kids that are yeah. on the team, and they high five them and um, encourage them to uh, help out and get the balls or go and get the bibs, pick up the cones. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Things that they get, the kids just love. Yeah. They love helping, so yeah. and feeling a part of it. So the coaches as well. Yeah. I know with me, I started off at a different club at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I lasted four weeks because I didn't like the culture. Yeah. It didn't feel like... I mean, my kids have been playing for seven years. We've come from New South Wales. We only moved to Victoria this yeah. year. And the club that I started with, I'm not going to mention any names. That's okay. Four weeks and I was disgusted. Thought, got to tr- uh, try the next one. Mm. And coming into Pascaval, it just felt like family straight away. The vibe was there. The everyone was just. It just felt like one big happy family. Yeah. And it was that was it. We're lifers now. <laughs> yeah. No. Ne- never looking back from here. I mean, it, it is great to hear these stories because again, like there are some clubs where people leave and can be after four weeks or a matter of months and they've got a really bitter taste in their mouth and they walk out and go, geez, like, you know, it was a really bad experience. But I mean, people even I know from my age that played Pasco Vale years ago, they say, you know, oh, like the experience I had there was some of the best times of my life, whether it was juniors or 16s or whatever it was. It's a it's a real testament to, I guess, what the club has installed from Lou all the way down to, to Mini Roos. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We've got a, we've got a really good team at Pascoville. We all, you know, band together, help each other out. Can you do this? No, I can't do it this week. Fine, no problem. I'll do it. You know, there's no, how do you say it? There's no... Um, we maturely get through that's through tasks. Yeah. yeah. Communication. Yeah. Our WhatsApp chat. Goes off. <laughs> yeah. But we it's love it. so yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, so funny. We're forever laughing. Look at your phone. So, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, no, that, that, that is really, really good to hear. And I guess from the coaches, like the coaches for, for the young kids as well, I guess, you know, tell us a little bit about, I guess, the experiences they've had with them. I mean, because a lot of the, the coaches are, that many years level, might be a little bit young as well, and they're, they're getting to learn the caper too. I guess sort of, you know, have the kids sort of, you know, you know, sort of grown with them as well in terms of, you know, getting to know, I guess, how they work and sort of, you know, along that journey with them too? They have. Um, so our coach is first year coach. Yep. Uh, his son also plays under nines, um, and my husband is the assistant coach. So yeah, they've never done it before. They stepped up, and the boys really look up to him. Yeah, they whatever they say they do, and yeah, there's just that bond between coach and player that you don't find all the time. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. The coaches are. Um, um, Ray has a, a good session with them as well, so they are um, constantly helped and um, any Supported. questions and yeah. 
Yeah. There's always the support there from the more experienced coaches of the club, um, you know, if they've got questions or um, different training ideas that they, they want to implement. Um, there's, all, there's always somebody with a bit more experience to help them out. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and I want to ask, I mean, the, the young kids had, I don't know if it's happened yet, you might be able to tell me correctly, but the Kanga Cup was coming up and there was the opportunity for the young kids to, to head interstate. Yes. If I'm correct, was that, has that happened already yes, or is that, has, so uh, tell us about that. Yeah. Last month, um, my team didn't enter the cup, but a couple of our teams um, did enter and I think they made it through right up until the semi-final from memory. So oh, wow, yeah. Pretty, yeah. But um, looking back on, again, the WhatsApps, they went in there, they walked in loud and proud. Um, you know, they had their banner, they had their support network, you know, being the parents, the coaches, the TD, um, siblings, and, you know, looking at it, you know when you just look at a video and you get goosebumps? Yeah. And I'm like... I'm a part of that club. Yeah. Even though my team's not there, I'm a part of that club. Mm. We're interstate. Representing the Go state Broncos. as well. As, yeah. yeah. Like not only it the club. Was, it was, yeah, it was amazing. The boys did really, really well. So hats mm. off to them and um, obviously the support that they had in getting there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's lifelong memories there. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's no, like, that's no slouch. I mean, getting an opportunity to play against international teams at such a young age, but also, you know, representing the club and representing the state, representing the country at the end of the day, which is pretty, pretty incredible. I I think um, from memory, there was, you know, a couple hundred teams that entered. There were quite a few. Yeah. And it was one of the the select clubs, I think, was at the end. So that's, that's, pretty incredible you know that that there's that opportunity for the youngsters to go out i mean that's almost like their olympics moment you know going around and having the banner and everything well when they were entering um you know club by club it, it was like an olympic moment yeah i'm like looking okay that's us that's next yeah <laughs> that's the paco flag coming through yeah no absolutely absolutely well guys we'll take a very quick break on the other side of this we'll we'll go into a little bit more depth about i guess you know your roles at the club and everything else i guess to look forward to but uh for those at home be back in just a second here on paco radio don't go anywhere you're listening to paco radio brought to you by senol on fnr football nation radio Welcome back to Paco Radio here on FNR Football Nation Radio, brought to you by Senol. Nick Devano here in studio. We're just about finished up here today. We've got a few minutes left. Um, obviously, it's been a mega show. So for anyone who's missed any of it, you can head over to our podcast platforms later on. It'll be all up on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get them, and you can catch up with the full chat there. One thing that I wanted to ask you guys about, I guess, one thing about Pasco Valley is the, the diversity of the club and, you know, different different cultures getting involved with, with the club and everything. Um, I mean, let, let, let's get into it. I mean, the, the diverse nature of, of Pasco Vale, I guess. Take us through that. Well, we're quite a multicultural club. Yep. We've got different cultures, different religions, probably from all over the world. And we just all fit in together as one. It's it's a great place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it is a very welcoming club in that sense that, you know, anyone can walk in, feel comfortable, doesn't matter, you know, what, what culture they come from. I mean, Helen, for yourself as well, is that something that you experienced straight away too? Oh, definitely. I felt like I was at home straight away. Yeah. No, absolutely. And as well for you guys, because obviously, you know, I'm assuming all European backgrounds as well, I guess, you know, if you guys notice, you know, everyone, different backgrounds and everything like that, you guys notice much of the same too? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Aussie, so I'm yeah. 
no. Um, but yeah, they, they yeah, every everybody is welcome. Yeah. There's no kind of segregation or anything like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I mean, we'll hope not, but anyways, yeah. yeah. Sorry, how long did we yeah. like my kids fast during Ramadan. Yeah. We worked around their training with that. They played while they were fasting and everyone was just so understanding of what they were coming through. We have a massive array of food. We mix it up with the multiculturalism all the time, like which I can Lebanese here, Italian here, a bit of Greek here, Euros, the the whole lot. It's yeah. Just, it's, you have a variety of everything. It's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, just the question about, you know, sort of dealing, obviously, during that Ramadan period, obviously, yeah. it, it is hard during the day when, you know, they obviously can't drink during the, during a game and everything. I guess, how how do you, I guess, the, the, you work with the coaches and that sort of stuff in terms of dealing with it? Because it must be hard when they're playing and you're not it able is, to. But I think it comes down to each individual with that. Like, I prefer my kids don't fast during that period, but they're very adamant that they do. So they'll take their bottle of water, like spit out the water, like wash their mouth out, spit it out. Yep. And if the coaches feel that they're losing their energy, they'll replace them with someone else. Sure. Just so they get a go during it. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Well, it is great. I mean, it is great to hear because, I mean, Lou's spoken about so much about as well the multicultural side of, of Pasco Valley. Even, you know, from the senior team all the way down as well, so many different people from different backgrounds and everything. It, it is a really, like, it's 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 nice to see, I guess, from an outside point of view when you see that because, you know, I mean, there are some clubs that are quite stuck with their roots and everything like that. So it, it is nice to see, yeah. Definitely. Well, before we wrap up, guys, we've only got a few minutes left. I mean, we are coming towards the end of the year, but obviously still playing plenty happening around the club, plenty of different social events and everything. I guess anything that you guys want to plug that's coming up, I guess, for anyone at home? No. <laughs> We've got team print, like, presentation days yeah. for the for the children at the end yeah. of the season coming up. and I believe our Junior Super League, that, that'll be happening um, at the beginning of season. Yeah. Um, after, you know, we'll have a, a nice rest after <laughs> yes. you know, having a successful, great, full year. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's just, you know, the seasonal presentations and yeah. at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is all, but I'll tell you what, this season, this year has flown. I mean, it almost is coming towards the end of it. It is quite incredible. I mean, was it five games left for the juniors and then it's off to holidays? Uh, three for the mini roos. Yeah. 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 More games for the mini roos. Um, yeah. One more for the seniors and, 21. 21. Yeah. yeah. There, are, there are tournaments in between. Yep. Yeah, there are plenty of tournaments floating around. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then just trials and whatever. And, yeah. yeah. And then we... we we prepare for next season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, by the by the sounds of it, there could be more people coming in, more kids. I mean, it's very exciting for the club, well, you know, opportunity. Yeah. All welcome. Yep. So I guess, you know, if if anyone is interested, they just head over to the website and just, you know, have a look over for 2023. Facebook yep. Facebook page. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Facebook page, website. Instagram. To, yeah. Instagram, social media. Come to the club. Yeah. Our culture. Grab a coffee. Laura makes mm. great coffees. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And look, wearing this, we're, we're the first point of contact as well. Yep. We wear this with pride. So come in, have a friendly chat. Yeah, absolutely. 
well, hopefully through this we get some more people on board because, you know, it'd be great to see, you know, Paco continue to thrive in the way it is and, and more people coming down, more people getting involved over the, the year to come and everything as well. So, and I mean, if anyone's been listening, I'll tell you what, it's been a, a stunning endorsement from all four of you guys to talk about, I guess, the junior setup and everything like that. It is it, it is such a great thing to hear. Yeah. Thank you. It is. Thank you. Thanks. No, absolutely. Well, guys, we're just about ready to wrap up here. Uh, again, thank you so much for coming in tonight. Really appreciate, I guess, you know, tell us a little bit about the, the club, the the committee, how things work, I guess, you know, from the, the junior setup and everything as well. Um, again, thank you so much for coming in tonight. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks for having us. No, not a problem. Well, for those at home, missed any of it, head over to our uh, podcast platforms, be up on Spotify, Apple, wherever it might be, catch up on that. And uh, yeah, we'll be back again next Tuesday with, I think, might be the final episode of the year but we'll just wait and see what's happening we'll have to have a chat to Athena but anyways guys thank you again for, for coming on board I'll be back again next Tuesday but for now it's goodbye You're listening to Paco Radio brought to you by Senol on FNR Football Nation Radio